Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This is the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman. Mickey broke the record at Camp Benny's on oysters. About however many you can eat. Captain Mickey has been guiding the Texas Gulf Coast waters for over 40 years. And along with winning numerous national and local tournaments, Captain Mickey was recently inducted into the Saltwater Legends Hall of Fame. Uh, the reason I broke the record is I don't think I had enough money in my pocket to pay for all of them. Because if you break the record, everybody <laughs> with you eats free. Now here's your host, Captain Mickey. Good morning. Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show. All right. It's 5.02 here in the Bayou City. Second hour starting up already. Time's flying on by. And uh, hopefully the next caller we get, we can keep him on the line for a while. I don't know what's up this morning. <laughs> anyway, but uh, let's uh, let's run down south. Let's check in with Captain Bink Grimes this morning. Matagorder Sunrise Lodge, see what he's up to. Maybe he's on the way to make a hunt this morning. Bink, what's going on, buddy? Just cranked up the, uh, the Can-Am. I hear y'all having a few technical difficulties this morning. Well, I don't know whether it's us or it was just Tommy. It, <laughs> just, uh, it might be a cell phone problem. It might be, yeah. <laughs> You're already cranking up? Yeah, yeah. What's yeah, shooting time down run. there, like 638 or something? Yeah, 641. Mm-hmm. 640, about, about 641. Yeah, that's about right. It's a minute a day just about later. Yeah, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Sure yeah. is. Well, how's your hunting been so far? Still hanging in there? Yeah, it is. It is. Yesterday was a little curveball thrown at us. We were hunting loads and loads of ducks. And man, they just I hunted a spot that I ain't hunted in a month, and they just Gray Sky, uh, Gray Sky Gadwalds did it to me yesterday, man. Golly. And I'm High talking, Gray Liner. I'm telling you, I'm talking. There was no lack of traffic, I can tell you that. I mean, just worlds and worlds and worlds and worlds of gray ducks. And, man, they did not want to do it. Uh, and I'm going you know, right we back couldn't, to uh, Tuesday, we couldn't get gadwalls to decoy. Even the spoonies were shy, but everything else, you know, we worked them in good. But uh, man. well, that was the that that was the thing yesterday. I didn't have any. I didn't have being midweek. I didn't have any other traffic. I was. I didn't have any teal. I didn't have any spoonies. I didn't have any pintails yesterday. I don't know what in the world, but it was all gray ducks. And huh. and when you got fickle gray ducks, I mean, I'm telling you, there are a bunch of them. And, hey, gadwalls, uh, they either come in or they don't. There's no in-between on them. And they did the same thing to me on Tuesday, just like what you said. We killed them, don't get me wrong, but, yeah. but I had spoonies and teal and everything else. 
and right. they just did not want to play, man. And huh. you know, it's just if you hunt enough, it happens. But like today, it's kind of like that's, I kind of, I kind of liking gray ducks with fishing in East Bay. You can, <laughs> you can. You know, uh, when you're drifting at this time of year, you know, one day they're not going to bite. But you know what? If they don't bite that day, there's chances are they are going to bite hard the next day because they got to eat, you know. Right. And it's kind of the same way with, with gray ducks. Some days they don't do it for no – I mean, they were they were uh, flaring off. I mean, there were, there were birds piling in my marsh, and then and those, those gray ducks would go to them, and they would flare off live birds. So I was going, man, I, it's not us. It's just – it's just great up being great up. Well, with that cloud yeah, cover like that, that gray liner, they can see too good too. You know, they don't have yep. any sun in their eyes or any of that. And it, uh, man, I don't know what it is. It's always been that way. I mean, yep. how many slow fishing trips have you had on a high gray liner? Oh, that's exactly right. That's exactly right. So they didn't do it yesterday. So we're we're going back in the same area. There's there's going to be plenty of birds. So we're 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 thinking, man, they're going to do it today. Yeah. <laughs> We're just thinking, you know, we're, we're hoping, like I said, the teal did not move yesterday and we, and we, you, you get come out of the marsh and they're just, you know, there's birds everywhere and they just, they just didn't, they didn't move yesterday. I don't know what the deal was, but they didn't. And we had that east wind, you know, and, and mm-hmm. you'd, yeah, you'd think, you know, I, lo- I love it. Wind, man. I'm telling you, I love a good east wind. So, but, but that's, uh, that's kind of, we, we, had some shots at some stogies and, and, and all kinds of stuff yesterday. But just one of those days. Wasn't for uh, lack of traffic. <laughs> it could be uh, worse. You could be staring into blank skies. We were not staring into blank skies. I can no, see that. Plenty of birds. You just, you know. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's uh, seeing's believing. Yep. I'm believing my <laughs> lying eyes here. That's, uh, <laughs> but. Yeah, we saw a lot of birds too. I mean, that was that was fun. I I miss duck hunting. I wish I could do it more. Golly, there's you nothing know. better in life to me than That's hunting a great the Chambers sport. County Marsh and the hunting the Chambers County Marsh where you were hunting. I mean, it's just there's just yeah. And we didn't even know, hunt the marsh. We hunted Gene's Hole on the high ground. Oh, you did. Yeah. Oh, he's got a great setup on the high ground. Him and Tim. Well, those two blinds are just they're. They're death right. for ducks. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. I'm, I'm getting. Hold on. I'm getting these. My guys loaded up and dogs loaded up. That's all right. Just to make a little, little uh, six or seven mile ride and, and the buggy for. And then we'll get on another another buggy with uh, with tracks on it and going to Mars. So so you're trucking, then buggying, and then double buggying. Man, you're. Man, you Double must be, buggy. You must be in the middle of nowhere. I am, and and, and here's the thing: I got another spot where it's a it's a double buggy and a pro drive. <laughs> <laughs> it's a truck, a double buggy, and a pro drive. <laughs> so, well, everybody ought to be good and relaxed by the time they get in the blind, man. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's exactly right. Uh, but yeah, it's a it's that's part of the whole experience here. <laughs> yeah. You, you get to you go know, four four mode of transportation to go kill ducks. Sometimes today it's just three modes: truck and two buggies. But. It's like <laughs> Plog told them guys one day when they come in from fishing. Said, "Well, what do you owe, owe you, Captain?" He said, 
Hey, the fishing trip was free. The boat ride was seven hundred dollars. Seven hundred dollars. That's right. Oh, it was rough that day. God, what a boat ride. <laughs> That's what I tell folks sometimes too. The same thing, man. Duck hunt was free, but man, it's gonna it's gonna cost you a lot to get out of here. <laughs> hey, are you shooting any of that new black cloud that TSS? Or can you I'm afford not, it? No. I don't, I don't, man. I'm, I'm a Winchester guy. Uh, I, I, I shoot, I shoot the. That's what I've been uh, shooting is the Win Winchester, you know, three inch mags, and they do good uh-huh. for me. But, hey, man, Wayne gave me a couple to throw in my over and under. I hunted with, and my shoulder's still sore from rocking those babies out of there. I'm going, good lord, they're three to nine shot, you know, packed in there, and you talk about a pattern. I watched him dust off a cripple at eight, 80 yards. And just smoked it, just laid it flat on the water. I said, Jesus. Is that tungsten? Yeah. It's heavier than, than lead? Yeah. And yeah. It smoked those ducks, man. It was, you could hear the bones cracking in them ducks when that shot had hit them. <laughs> but $4 a pop, buddy. You better chew slow. <laughs> Did he go away too? What is up? Somebody sent me a message earlier saying that uh, uh, the, who was it? He said the new cell phone updates have a bug. I can hear him. Yeah, I'm here. Yeah, okay. You hear me? Yeah, it kind of faded away there. I said, well, we lost another one. I don't know what's going on. (laughs) Yeah, my my A5s like to eat Winchesters, so I just keep feeding them. Right, you know, I, I, and I shoot the expert most. I mean, I shoot a, I shoot the fourteen hundred feet per second uh, ounce and a quarter. Right, that's what and, I was uh, shooting. Yeah, that's. I mean, they're deadly. I mean, they're deadly. You hit them, they're deadly. Yeah. I mean, obviously, obviously the other metals out there that are a little softer are a little more denser, and they and they uh, they do uh, they do do a little bit more damage. But when you when you hunt every day like we do, it's uh, you know, and you, and you have to and you have to shoot gimps on the water a bunch, you know, too. You right. Know, those high dollar shells, you know. Yeah, I I, I think. Yeah, I that could, that add up for a guy dusting off cripples with four dollar bullets. <laughs> yes, yes, sure does. That's not a very good business proposition. No. In our line, of, in our line of work. <laughs> So. But Wayne, Wayne yeah, and Sean were right. shooting those, and they—I mean, I saw them make some shots that were just uh, out of that I didn't take with steel shot. It was just too far. Yeah, we're getting a little rain right now. This little buggy ride. Yeah, there was some stuff out in the Gulf earlier. I was looking at radar, and it was kind of drifting inland. You know, it's not—it's uh, not heavy. It's kind of light, but it was. Uh, coming in that way and i'm not seeing it yeah i've seen a couple of little spots but then it's not much for you if he's still there we lost him again same thing now it's uh i mean i'm looking at my board and everything everything's good here in my studio and i know it is in yours so well it's just something we're dealing with with cell phones modern technology nothing like it All right, well, since we're at this point, we might as well go ahead and take a break then. 
You're listening to Outdoor Show here at Sports Radio 610. We'll be right back after these messages. Sports Radio 610 presents The Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman. Well, I left Kentucky back in 49 and went to Detroit working on assembly line. The first year they had me putting wheels on Cadillacs. Every day I'd watch them beauties roll by and sometimes I'd hang my head and cry. Cause I always wanted me one that was long and black. Good morning and welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show on this Friday morning. 517 here in the Bayou City. And uh, we're waiting on Mr. Dave Fremont. We'll be getting a report from the Texas City Dyke. He did send me a video showing the how high the tide was and the waves breaking through the piers. That's pretty cool. Lots of water. East wind always pumps it in. And it uh, makes a difference. More salt water, just what we need. We could use a little little purge of fresh water, and maybe we'll get a little bit of runoff out of this event here if it turns into anything once it comes down, you know, with that front. But, uh, no, it's uh, – and I covered a lot of water Tuesday fishing – and, uh, man, the water was in great shape everywhere. Salinity levels were way up. Clarity was good. I mean, even after all that blow, you know, from that northwest, with gust of gale force just about, and uh, that water just turned around real clean. And it was, I guess, water temps were anywhere from about 58 to 60.6, you know, most of the areas I fished. And I, I kind of stuck with shallow water, working that and uh, over shell. These fish are definitely on rock right now. They liking that shell. That uh, uh, I got a message from uh, Dave, and he said that we won't answer. He said he's calling, but nobody's picking up. Maybe there's some, we got an issue on our board in there. Well, he's uh. Call him. I'll uh, yeah, I'll send you his number. When you call him because uh, I don't know what's up. We may have an issue in there. That's your department, man. <laughs> call <the> engineers. <laughs> it uh, that's uh, one of them things. Electronics. Here we go, man. Well, I'm gonna send that to you. Jake and you can give Dave a call and we'll get him punched up this morning because he did send me a video. I know he's up and moving and then he sent me this message so we'll get him up. But no, looking at the water and all the conditions this week, it was just uh, just something you you really don't see this time of year. Well, we haven't, we used to, you know, when we'd have these uh, dry years like this, but for the most part, you get a lot of runoff in the wintertime. And that, that used to really, uh, we'd always get, you know, a good flush out of the San Jacinto and the Trendies kind of late November-ish. And uh, we'd have a unbelievable December. You know, it'd push a lot of those fish down over all the reefs and and uh, birds working. The last little bit of shrimp that were upstream would uh, get flushed down, fish with them. And, uh, I mean, you'd have birds working in December with really nice trout on them. And uh, back then, we threw threw a lot of mirror lures under those birds. 
and you pull those bigger fish out of them. You know, you can throw your tails and get some good fish, you know, just nice two to three pound bird trout, but you put on mirror lures and work it slow, get a TT, a faster sinking one, and get it under those smaller fish, and you'd pull some. Man, it wasn't uncommon to catch seven and eight pound trout under the birds back then. It's pretty crazy. But stack them up when you get those rivers to flush a little bit this time of year. And we all like stack-ups because we all look good, look like heroes. All right, now we've got Dave Fremont. Let's go to him and see what's up. Dave, good morning. What's up? Hey, uh, good morning, Captain Mickey. Goodbye. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Man, it's been in and out all show, hasn't it? That's aggravating. It, we had it. this problem yesterday morning a couple of times <laughs> with a couple of different calls and, you know, I was having trouble yesterday with text messages, even while I was on the air. I could, somebody had text me and I'd reply to it and it would go through. And the next one, I'd tr- try to reply two or three times and it would say failed every time. It was weird, weird deal. Well, that's just the way things go sometimes, but, uh, you're getting through it. Everybody's sooner or later getting on and getting out, but, uh, well, we may end up going back to smoke signals and carrier pigeons. Oh yeah, I always like. <laughs> I like the um, I like the two tin cans and the string. That sure, worked out real yeah. good when we were. But uh, it's going to be all right. Everybody's all amped up, or at least the ones that like to flounder fish. They think they're going to go out there now and catch a million of them. They they might. Uh, they're sure there's still some. That's the thing that people a lot of people don't realize is is uh, my goodness, there's a lot of flounder that don't even go. There's a lot of flounder that that remain yeah, here. Yeah, they don't even leave the bay. That's right. You're oh no, man, they're like me. They're fat and they're retired, and they they can't make the trip anymore. <laughs> they're they're uh, they just they just stay stay home and eat. And uh, there's well, you know, if I'm not mistaken, I think that the long-standing state record, uh, uh, Mister Endicott, caught a. a monster flounder that's still holding the record, and he caught it, I think, in the month of February uh over in sabine and so uh you know that's that thir- pretty much that 13 pounder or whatever it was i think yeah, it was 13 yeah. yeah yeah i think for uh i think the the gigging record's bigger than that but uh as far as uh as far as rod and reel that one that one's been holding yeah, we'll for go a with the rod and reel. that counts i don't know i ain't counting gigging that's uh <clears throat> like that rod and reel 13 pounds that's a monster man that is that's a big and that's a that's a little old tug there. You think you got a, you think you got a car hood that you're trying to pull up on on one like that. And uh, sometimes they're real, real nice about letting you land them. And sometimes they'll take off and and wrap you around four or five pier pilings before they wave goodbye. But they, uh, them big ones are are big for a reason. Like most fish, they got they can get away in a lot of different ways. But uh, it's going to be an interesting weekend, like you've talked about already, in terms of the weather. Uh, and uh, I sent you that little video snippet just a little while ago. I, I pulled up right next to one of the wooden piers on the bike, and the, the water's coming up and ripping up through the deck boards. And so all you got to do is walk out there and look for the flounder. They ought to be flopping up on those deck board, boards if they're out there. <laughs> Boy, that's, uh, uh, that tide's bulled up, isn't it? Ooh, man, it is. I, I went all the way out to the dike here just a few minutes ago, out to the end, and rode around the boat ramp there at the end. And it's just, uh, you don't have to uh, go very far down the ramp to drop your boat off if you're 
if you're that so inclined to go. Uh, but uh, not too much activity this morning yet on, on boats going out, but I'm sure some will, some will head on out and find a place to hole up. As far as on the dike uh, and, and fishing for flounder today, um, these, this is just me talking, and that ain't nobody. It's, uh, it's going to be tough fishing on the uh, on the north side. Or the channel side would be okay. The water's really high, so then flounder will more than likely be right up in those rocks, those granite rocks that uh, some of them, a lot of them would normally be exposed. And it's not unusual if the water's clear enough to see some of those flounder when you're out there during the daylight morning hours and actually see some of them that are just actually resting up on those those flats of the granite rock. So uh, right. I, I hadn't got an idea about the water clarity this morning. I would doubt, I would doubt that it's that good to see very far down but not as rough as it is on that side with that east wind oh man it's like i say these these wooden piers are are great for fishing for flounder and they're just comfortable it's good good walking normally but you're going to need waders today just to be walking down the piers it's just <laughs> uh, that. and, that, and <clears throat> that's the way it is but uh the flounder don't care if there if there's still some that are migrating, and I'm sure there is. If you've got some bait chunked out there, if you're willing to uh, chunk the couple, like I say, a double drop lure or of some uh, either some gulp or some uh, chicken boys or some down south or whatever it is, throw some a couple of them out there and uh, wiggle them around. If there's a hungry flounder, he's going to go for it. They won't let nothing go by. But uh, it'll be interesting to see if uh, anybody turns in some catches. The ones that can get out in a boat and make it over to the Galveston Channel, that'd be uh, that would be another great option. Get, you've got a lot of places you can hide up in the in that um, wharf area, the Galveston Wharf area. You can go up and up and down them slips where they keep those tugs and barges and such, and, right. and catch you, catch you a flounder or two. I was listening to you talk about duck hunting and stuff, and it just gets me to thinking my hearing is so bad. From duck hunting? Out there. <laughs> no, sir. Uh, from from the old refinery world, but uh, working so many years out there around all the high noise. But I can't even hear, uh, you know, the geese anymore. And I was going to ask you, uh, do you remember the, the migration of the geese being a lot earlier back during the days when we were young? And Well, yeah, uh, I mean, it just went on all winter long, the coming in from up north, you know, to the coast. We had all the food around here, you know, and yeah. uh, we don't have that anymore. And we, we've we got some geese, but it's it's nothing like it used to be. I mean, not even a tenth. And uh, we love, saw some geese. We We had a couple of. Well, they skirted us, or we could have got shots at them. They were low enough in that east wind, but once they see that water and them decoys, they'll skirt around the blind every single time, man. It seemed like we would we would start seeing them coming in so much earlier. It would be like, I don't know, maybe I'm wrong. Um, no, mid to late October, yeah. you know, mid to late October or in early November for sure, and just you could just see thousands of them in them V patterns. It was cool to see as they were coming in. They they really we could never uh, get too many of them to come down. My cousins did that lived over in Santa Fe when it was still called Alta Loma. They could they could put a bunch of pillowcases and newspaper out in their fields and they could get some to come down low enough to to drop them with a ten gauge shotgun. <laughs> but the uh, 
Yeah, nowadays you've got to have lifelike decoys to get them to come down, you know, to, to yeah. uh, work your spread. The old days of newspaper and just anything white, rags and all that, I mean, they just pile in. But uh, it's not like that anymore. No, it's, <clears throat> I think, you know, weather patterns and everything, I don't know. And then, But they're just the population. Well, the flyways have changed due to, you know, <clears throat> agriculture. You know, we don't have near the agriculture you know, in that uh, central flyway like we had before, it's it's moved, you know, to the west of us. You remember just you'd see millions, uh, so many geese oh. uh, on each side of I-10. I mean, they were just, because we have so much rice field still going yeah. on and out all that all that. And over my forward. way, you know, all the way, you know, 2354 to 3180, all the way above I-10, I'd, I'd take the kids to school in the morning and, they were stamped up wanting to go goose hunting instead of going to school. <laughs> All these rafts again. Yeah. I mean, they've piled up yeah. for miles. That was a pretty sight to see them like that. And then in later years, you know, the, and I think there probably still are some, some, uh, waterfowl, uh, hunters with leases out there. <clears throat> Katy way west of Katy, but just so much acreage is gone now. It's all concrete and, and buildings and apartments and, and fast food stores you know just so much stuff other other stuff than just the habitat's not there but anyway good memories nevertheless well mickey um it looks like on the bait front for boys one stop this morning we're going to be a little uh slim on on live shrimp uh yeah. i just had very, very little in there in fact i imagine by now after i've made my ride out on the thike they might have pulled the flag down but uh i didn't look to see if the place across the street had any or not but uh they did have plenty of mullet for the folks that want to fish with some live finger mullet and that's really the live bait of choice right now uh, that i would suggest uh it's hard to find piggy perch are very good bait as well but they're hard to man what is the deal do you hear it too yeah, uh, see if you can get him back, uh, call that number again that I gave you and see if we can get him back up and we can get the rest of the bait report and, and all that for Boyd's. It's, uh, yeah, there's some kind of issue. I'll just, uh, uh, we'll see. Now that's, uh, he was talking about, you know, they have plenty of finger mullet. That, that is a good choice. This time of year, mo- most of your, you know, the flounder fishermen that don't use the, use the soft plastics and work the bottom, they'll, uh, that's their, that's their choice is finger mullet. Works real good on these flounder. All right, let's go back to him. All right, Dave, we are back. Oh, yes, sir. No problem. You know, in all the years, it hasn't been too awful many years, but for the years that you and I have been talking in on friday mornings that's the first time that you've ever hung up on me so i'm not i'm not the least i know it, that's uh i apologize for that i <laughs> know <laughs> no apology necessary you know i always uh pull this when my wife is trying to call me and she's mad at me i always keep saying hey we get disconnected and i hang the phone up you know but anyway Can she'll call right now? on back hello hello <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, but anyway, yeah. Lost her. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, real quick, Mickey, finger mullet or, or uh, we've got a bunch of them, and uh, we've yeah. got all the plastic stuff and uh, a good uh, assortment of live shrimp. Uh, I mean, not live shrimp, but we have good fresh uh, table shrimp, the uh, nine twelves and such, for the folks who want some shrimp. The grills, uh, 
been cooking stuff. Man, we're still we're still Jason still gets a, a very limited supply of crawfish, but we've got people that say not a lot, but we got people that say I don't care what you're having to pay for them and how much you're having to charge, but uh, we want them, so he's getting them. But they're uh, they're, they're gold price. That's all I can say. And people, oh, I'm telling you, <laughs> people don't know. They don't have a clue how much they they're 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 costing to get them and the, you don't know how much it costs the farmers and distributors to deal with them at, at this time and so you can either do it or don't but later on they're going to be here everybody's going to be well maybe not happy but happier and uh it's going to be all right but anyway uh that's about it in a nutshell we'll see what happens on the next few days with the weather and how how the flounder cooperate and all the other fishes of the sea well we shall see that's that's so true I'll, uh, maybe I have more, you know, better front flounder reports tomorrow. It's, uh, I think so. Yeah. I we shall so. see when we got this front coming this weekend and I don't know how many of them it's going to move, but, uh, yeah, I'm like you a significant water temp drop to move a lot of them, but hey, yes, sir. Do I'm, keep chunking. I think, I think, uh, you said it earlier that come around Tuesday, when the uh, wind switches back around and such, it's going to be a couple of good days to fish. There might be a little window yeah. right there for that and some big old fat sow trout, hopefully. But uh, it's we'll what I'm thinking, it's what I'm hoping yes. for. I'll be there. I'm going to get my last licks in on fishing before the year ends. Good deal. Yeah, and you, and you get a year older. Oh, yeah, and uh, we're not that far <laughs> away from, from uh, the end of the year. I mean, I, it has jumped up on us, buddy. <laughs> it stops for no one. It's time to do it. That's true. All right. Well, throw them out some valuable information, how they can get to Boyd's or how they can call or what have you. We're 227 Dyke Road uh, right here in Texas City. If you're coming from Houston, uh, God bless you. Be careful on the highway. 45 is a it's a tough road to, to travel. Yeah, watch them flounder fishermen heading south this morning. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you got deer hunters going one way and uh, flounder fishermen coming That's the other. <laughs> but uh, anyway, just come on down through Texas City, and we're right on the dike. Just as soon as you come up on the dike road, uh, before you get up to what they actually call the dike, but that's where we're at. And uh, we're 409-945-4001. And uh, good talking to you, Mickey. Always enjoy you too, Friday Dave. Morning. I'll talk to you next week. We'll uh, have a little pre-Christmas deal. We'll see you, buddy. All right. Thank you now. Hey, thank you. Have a good one. All right. That's Mr. Dave Fremont down in Texas City at Boyd's One Stop. Well, the Belleville Meat Market this week, they're double featuring dirty rice pecan smoked sausage and cheddar pecan smoked sausage. You can always try it before you buy it. Free samples are available there in their meat market, and they have a full menu a pecan smoked barbecue served Monday through Sunday, 10 a.m. to 7 p.m., along with their pecan smoked pulled pork, homemade hot dogs, all their brisket, everything is excellent at the Belleville Meat Market. And gift box, boxes are available in store or online. And uh, the Belleville will help you build a custom box for someone for Christmas. And wild game processing, they're making Vinny dogs and hog dogs. That's homemade hot dogs using your own venison or wild pigs. That way you can bring something home from your hunt the entire family can enjoy all year long. Monday through Saturday, 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. Sundays, 8 a.m. to 7 p.m. 
and the Belleville is celebrating over 42 years serving the greater Houston community. That's the Belleville Meat Market, where meat is our middle name. Live from the Twin Peaks studios, Sports Radio 610 presents The Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman. Good morning. Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show on this Friday morning. All right. It's 540 here in the Bayou City. Let's go check in with Captain Steve Hellman, see what he's up to this morning. Stevie, tell me something. Oh, I don't know much, man. <laughs> I don't know much. He tried to call me that first time. It rang one time. I tried to answer and it disconnected. I don't know There's what something happened. weird going on. I just got another text from another listener saying, Rep- Reports from podcasters are that the nation is under huge cyber attacks. <laughs> Rumble, et cetera, having big issues this week. Something oh, weird's man. going on. You know, that group text you and Bob and I are on, I tried yeah. replying to something he put up yesterday three times and it wouldn't go through. It said failed every time. That that happened dozens of times to, you know, other people I was texting with. Weird. I was wondering why you, you kind of went dark there for a couple of days. On the well, I was busy. I was getting my yeah. hunting and fishing in before the end of the year so I can slide out of here and go down to South <laughs> Texas and just hide for about a week. There you go. Go totally off the grid. Just throw the cell phone in the glove box and leave it there. Only pull it out when if you... I got a big deer to take a picture of. <laughs> there you go. When are you going to leave? When are you headed down? Uh, probably... Christmas afternoon. Yeah. You know, like I always do, get down there just before dark where I can uh, check my rifle. Yeah. Shove a through, couple through there and make sure it's on and get ready to start hunting. Yeah. How's it been down there, Blaine's? He You're had a good 10-point kill the other day. It was over 150 inches. Real wow. nice one. Beautiful. Perfectly symmetrical. That's, that's a hell of a hell of a free range deer yeah and it had good mass you know that's it it, it had like 30 38 or 39 inches of mass man and, that's strong uh, yeah really beautiful deer that's awesome and it wasn't a canned hunt and it was a real deer yeah you know right yeah i'm gonna head down here probably in a couple of hours i'm gonna go down and uh get in this afternoon hopefully get in time to hunt and then saturday and then sunday morning drive home i gotta start fishing monday hopefully uh hopefully all my trips stay intact next week i've had more cancellations this week than i can ever remember for all everybody i'm talking to has been getting canceled left and right man oh it's insane it really (laughs) is i mean some only one excuse for the whole week's been legit (laughs) And I'm not going to go into it. But some of these excuses, man. I mean, it's my. They might as well just come out and tell me. Hey, hey I, Cap, I don't think I'm going to make it tomorrow. in the morning. I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm going to have a flat tire on coming down 45. <laughs> yeah, the only, only one that was legit is the guy yesterday has been fishing me a long time. He has COVID. That's the only legitimate excuse I've had all all week long. Of course, right. today. We mutually canceled because it was supposed to gush 25. I looked this morning, it was only gushing like 19, which that's hard, but I don't know. There's, I can kind of make it work in certain, certain areas of the bay, but 
I don't know, man. You start getting up 20-plus out of the east for the areas I'm fishing. You know, my my ditch fishing and bio fishing and river fishing isn't, isn't all that great. I've got a – most areas I'm fishing are in open bay, and uh, so that wind, that wind hurts me a little bit. But, uh, but everything we've done in the last uh, couple of weeks, most of it's been open bay fishing. And, and almost, almost all of it's been, well, all of it has been, uh, all the productive fishing has been drifting. Uh, we haven't done worth a squat waiting. I waited Friday and Monday and, uh, man, now we didn't catch hardly anything handful, right? but everything, everything's been out in the middle. Of course, you know, uh, Friday was decent fishing. Um, we were in Matagorda and, and uh, we wanted to wade, but just all the shorelines were dead. I mean, we tried; we didn't catch anything wading really. But uh, but you get out out in the middle and pretty much catch them just at ease, you know. And uh, decent trout, nothing over twenty two inches. Uh, a few reds mixed in, all on soft plastics, all over shell. Same old story. But uh, and then Monday, uh, I have Monday. Was it Monday or Tuesday? It was. It was Monday. What day we have the real low tide? Is that Monday? Monday. Yeah, Sunday yeah. and Monday. That tide was out of here. Yeah, Monday I had Andrew Schaefer, Mark Hooker, and Jim Wilson, and Good those fishermen. guys loved to. Yeah, they're great fishermen. They're awesome, and uh, they loved to wade. And uh, we did Matagorda again. And I didn't meet them till 11 o'clock. And uh, the tide was still real low. Had to put in an ICW. And uh, barely made it through the fourth cut. I mean, I had to put them in the front of the boat. You know, I'm jack played up, barking through the, I mean, just pushing the envelope all the way around. But knowing full well the tide was going to come in while we're fishing. So I wasn't worried about getting home. But, man, we had fuel problems right out of the, right out of the box. My bulb, my primer bulb. It collapsed, and and oh, my man. my motor would just shut down about every two miles, and and Mark and Andrew they'd go back there, take turns pumping the bulb <laughs> to get us, you know, where we're going. I'm on the phone with Chris. Me Hughes, and Blaine fished a tournament together like that one time. He had to sit back there while I was driving and pumping on that bulb, man. <laughs> really? I said, "Hey, but pull was- some more some more fuel holes that fuel fuel hose out from under the hull." And put it on the floor where you can just sit there with your foot and pump on it with your foot. Yeah. <laughs> Got us in, man. Made way yeah. in. What ended up being the problem on his boat? You probably don't remember. That was a long time ago. It just, my bub went bad. It just, okay. it, it just went bad. And I just, I replaced the bub. Yeah. Was your, you probably don't remember, but was your bulb, did it have a, a ball check valve in it or have the duck yeah. check valve? I think ball, it's a yeah. ball check valve. See, this one has the duckbill check valve, I think they call it. Duckbill, uh, huh? Okay. Yeah, it's like a, two little flappers. It's not doesn't have the ball check valve. Right. Anyway, I took it to Chris, and he repositioned it. It was, when I had my boat redone, they, they changed it to where it was kind of, it was horizontal underneath the little hatch down there, and he put it back up above the, just beneath the gunnel in a vertical position. Uh, and I haven't run it since, so I don't know, but. 
I'm hoping it's not something in the in the screen in the pickup in the tank. Um, oh, that's God, brand, don't say that. brand brand new tank though, man. Brand new tank, but anyway, well, I'm we, sure we, that's all new fuel line, so you can't uh, all brand new blame stuff, the fuel yeah. line. No, it's all remember back stuff. in the day, those fuel lines had that plastic liner in them, and they would collapse. Mm-hmm. The ethanol would break them down, and they would suck flat when the engine, the fuel pump was pulling fuel from the tank, and it would collapse mm-hmm. and shut you down. Yeah. You know, it idle had just enough right. fuel to idle. Exactly. You get on plane, it just whoa, just bog. Yeah. But we made it work. I mean, we it was a very shortened trip. We probably only fished for a total, maybe four hours. And Again, we wanted to wade fish. Those guys love to wade. Uh, so do I. But, man, we well, we went out there, and I hit some shell where I'd been fishing, and we caught six or seven real quick uh, yeah. drifting. And I said, okay, guys, let's let's go try to – we left those. I said, let's go try to find a place yeah, to wade. Yeah, let's leave these biting fish and go make a <laughs> wade, man. And and so I, – but I was able to wade some stuff that I haven't been able to wade in a long time because the tide was so low, I was able to get out to it. And right. I actually – it was some good, good clusters of live shell and mixed in with soft bottom. And, and mm-hmm. I'd actually – we've caught some big trout on it in the last two or three years drifting. But finally had low enough tide to go wait it, and we jumped out. And I, I told the guys, I said, I don't, I don't know if we'll be able to get out to it, but I think we can. And, and we were able to get out to it, but it was horrible. I mean, it was dead water. We saw a few mullet here and there. Uh, I caught one red. Andrew caught one little trout on a hot rod. And that was all she wrote on that deal. And we, we blew an hour doing that, maybe an hour and a half. Got back in the boat, went back out deep, caught a few more drifting. I said, all right, let's go try to wait somewhere else. <laughs> And so we went wading again and struck out again, and and uh, it, everything was out in the middle. And man, I've look at that. Did it again. I thought we were going to make it. We we got three minutes left. See if you can get him back, and we'll finish up. This is crazy, man. There went the ding. Well, it's uh. Man, I've been getting texts from everybody. They're having everybody's, you know, I, I think it may have something to do with our system, our phone bank or whatever. I don't know. But I'm getting texts from all all over, people sending me messages from uh, they've been having trouble the last couple of days with text messages and disconnected phone calls and all that. So maybe it's something. I don't know. But. All right, Steve. We'll we'll try this one more time. We got a couple of minutes left, anyway. It's just you, you there. You there? Yeah. Yeah. Man, I can hear you, Mickey. I can hear you. That's fine. what's been going on all morning long. It did it yesterday too. So and, we're and my phone, that. my phone's getting full bars, man. And, and I'm outside. Well, so I am too. Outside. I was getting five Gs and full bars on all the text messages yesterday that wouldn't go through or come through. It's crazy, man. Anyway, everything was out in the middle. Everything was out in the middle. Everything on tails, just about. Right. Uh, same old deal. Nothing over 19, 20 inches. But we didn't, I think we'd have spent the entire time drifting. We'd have, we'd have done okay. Maybe had a shot at a big one. But, you know, when you're trying to catch a big trout, and that's, these guys are all catch and release. They always have been. They're, yeah, they they're are. Wanting to, they're wanting to catch something with, with some substance to it, just like I am. And, right. And, you know, wading typically is that's what you do. That's what Especially you're going after. Especially this time wading. of year. Yeah, and but 
Dripton, you will eventually catch a good one down there, Dripton. But it's it's real random. You know what I mean? You can't really sure. pinpoint. You can't pinpoint anything when you're out there drifting. So I get it. But man, that's just that's just the way the bite's been right. down there. It's it's been off those ledges out in the middle. And I guess on certain days you catch a few wading, but I haven't been able to. Not not right. very many anyway. But and everything on tails, you know, like I said, chicken on a chain bass test and uh little john's little john's been working great here and down there uh that little pnb that 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 bass sass and pnb right. uh, has been good all the natural colors lately have been best you know last week pink the uh, laguna shrimp and the butt naked uh, bass sass and was real good but this right. week it seems seem, or last couple of trips anyway seemed like the slamming chicken chicken on chain been more productive yeah, you know, Houdini shed and all that. Yeah, yeah, that's what you were throwing the other day, I yeah. think, right? Yeah. yeah, I gotta go, man. We're already out of time. I'm sorry, sorry about the okay. cutoff. It's, <laughs> hey, right. have fun at the ranch this weekend. Throw them out a number, Hillman. Somebody wants to get with you. Okay, four zero nine two five six seven nine three seven. All right, Steve. Be safe driving down. See you, buddy. All right, man. Okay. All right, later. All right. Unfortunately, that's all the time we have for today's show. But we'll be back in the morning, bright and early. 4 a.m. right here at Sports Radio 610 KILT Houston. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.